All right, how's everybody doing today? I'm Don Ratkowski, and this is the Protection Plus Tactics Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm a former Marine, 10 years in the Marine Corps, a decorated combat veteran, and uh, I've got a lot of opinions, so I'm here to share them with you. So today, what we're gonna talk about is we're gonna talk about nine millimeter versus 45. I know that age old discussion, which is better, nine millimeter or 45, what should I have, what should I use for protection, lots of, uh, you know, always been a, a little bit of a, a controversy when it comes to nine millimeter versus 45. You know, lots of people say 45, lots of people say nine millimeter, different schools of thought. Uh, so I'm just going to give my opinion on some things as a Marine and, and what, what I've learned and from a protection standpoint, what I look for in uh, ammunition and caliber. So although I shoot a lot of different calibers, um, you know, I definitely have 9mm and 45 in my arsenal. And uh, there's some differences. So I want to talk about some of the differences. So the first thing I want to point out when we talk about uh, bullets, okay? Now I'm going to talk about this from a defensive perspective, all right? This is, a, you know, which would be a better round to defend myself with, you know, to keep in my gun as more or less a, a catch-all in most situations, which gun, which uh, bullet am I going to prefer to have in there, which cartridge. So when I talk about this, we're going to look at it from a protection standpoint, and I'm going to give my opinion on these. So the way I look at it is like this. As a Marine and from my experiences, uh, the one thing that I look for, and this is going to make the, you know, make the decision for me, is typically capacity. You know, the more rounds that I can get in there, the better, uh, in my opinion. So that keeps me in the fight longer. Uh, that keeps me, you know, moving that weapon system. So uh, I like to have a, a decent round capacity. So in in that perspective, I like nine millimeter. I like nine millimeter. Nine millimeter gives me more rounds and capacity um, than forty five. So. With that in mind, I like 9mm for capacity. However, when we talk about these two bullets and we talk about them from the perspective of protection, um, I, I also want to point out that you know all bullets are basically made with one of two purposes. They're either uh, designed to disperse energy or designed to retain energy. So a bullet that's designed to retain energy, that means it wants to hold on to that energy even after impact, that bullet is designed for penetration. So when we talk about you know the retained energy, uh, it's going to hold on to some energy and want to keep going. So it's going to penetrate. You'll notice that if you look at some of the ammunition we talk about home protection. If you read the box on there, it'll say you know meets all federal standards for overcoming barriers. That tells you right away you're looking at a uh, energy retention round that's going to be designed to overcome barriers or penetrate. Uh, remember now, um, a bullet's only going to you know you know, expel enough energy to change direction, a ricochet, or overcome resistance. You know, that means hit the object, go through it, overcome that resistance. So if it can't overcome the resistance, it's going to change direction. Now, when we talk about energy dispersal, that's where a round is designed to disperse more energy, and that's achieved through expansion and other things like that. So you'll see, in some cases, uh, you know, a very deep hollowed out round will have a nice expansion on it, and you can tell right away, based on the depth of the hollow point, that it is designed for energy dispersal. That means it's going to give up more energy on its initial impact. So 
if I'm out in the public as a CCW holder or at home with my, uh, you know, protecting my family and I've, maybe I've got children or, you know, other people in the house, I'm going to try to avoid those energy retention rounds. I want rounds that are going to disperse energy. I don't want them to penetrate because if, if the shots aren't on target, they're going to go through the wall. They're going to go through objects. And that means now we've got, we have the potential for collateral damage. And if you're defending your home, that means the collateral damage is the people in your home or even escaping the boundaries and getting into your neighbor's home. So I like energy dispersal rounds. So when we talk about the difference between energy dispersal and energy retention, I want to really point that out because you can almost look at a bullet physically and tell whether or not it was uh, designed for retention or dispersal. Uh, also, one thing that you want to you know, take a look at is you know, how many feet per second, what are we talking about with the delivery? So <clears throat> when we talk about energy, Dispersal and energy retention, like I said, I like to, you know, in the public, things like that, I'm using a dispersal round as a CCW. I want it to disperse as much energy as possible on the initial impact so we don't have uh, bullet strain or over-penetrating and uh, injuring the wrong people. Now, there's a lot of talk about, well, I want to overcome armor, I want to overcome obstacles, things like that. And I think if you're in law enforcement and you, ha you know, have the, the need to shoot through barriers like windshields, doors, walls, things like that, it's a good thing to have. However, in the civilian application, you know, uh, with not as much time training, things like that, uh, the bullets may stray and therefore you're now running the risk of, you know, going through walls and actually uh, injuring people that maybe, you know, shouldn't be injured. So uh, it's something to think about when you're talking about these two things. Now, the next thing I want to talk about when we talk about nine millimeter, you know, we're talking about nine millimeter, nine by 19 parabellum or four, and 45 ACP, the difference between a, a big difference also is cost, cost. Uh, it's much more cost effective for nine millimeters. So therefore training becomes more cost effective. Uh, the 45 ACP is slightly more expensive than the nine millimeters. So that's another thing that you can factor into cost. If I like to train a lot, then I'm, you know, it's going to cost me even additional uh, more money to train with a 45 than a nine millimeter. So that's another little bit of a drawback to the 45. So we've got kind of two things we've looked at so far. One is capacity and the other one is cost. And those are, you know, two important things to factor in, especially if you do plan on training, then that's going to drive up the cost of your training if you're uh, training with a more expensive caliber. So something else to think about. Um, and then another thing that I want to talk about uh, when we talk about uh, the difference between 9mm and 45, and this is probably one of the biggest differences, is the recoil. The recoil is different, okay? Recoil is different. So when we talk about a 9mm, it's a faster moving bullet, so it has a little bit sharper recoil, but it's more straight back at you. It's a sharper recoil. And the 45 being a slower moving bullet with a little more mass, typically it's uh, not as sharp. The recoil is not as sharp, but it's more of a lope. The gun will pop up a little bit more. Um, and that's that 45 recoil. Um, I enjoy shooting 45s. I really like the slower moving bullet. It's uh, a little easy on your hands. Um, not as sharp as uh, on the concussion. And then, um, you know, you can get into a little rhythm with the round and have some fun with it. I like shooting 45s. Um, you know, I carried a Glock 21, 45 caliber for a long time. Um, I've had my 1911s and, and uh, carried those for a long time. Uh, but eventually I started moving to, you know, nine millimeter. So, you know, for the, the reason of capacity, getting more bullets in there. So, 
When we think about that, the other thing, like I was talking about, the differences between recoil, so a little bit easier to manage recoil with the 9mm, and that's important in your follow-up shots, and especially in a defense application uh, where you know, you're trying to get uh, shots on the threat as quick as possible. So the recoil with the 9mm is a little more manageable, and so that means you can steady the weapon a little easier and keep those, those shots on target. Um, as you're you know shooting four five six times so something to think about there as well recoil management is a very big uh, uh, part of the choice between 9 millimeter and 45 so a lot of people will say you know um, you know for instance you know a lot of women will use 9 millimeter and I agree with that and a lot of them use 45 too you know um, but if their experience level is a little bit lower and they're trying to build confidence I definitely like to keep them on a 9 millimeter uh, however, like I said, they'll, you know, a lot of women shoot everything, so uh, it doesn't matter so much about being a woman or a man, but more or less the experience level. Uh, a lot of times it's a, a lot easier to manage the recoil with a 9mm if you don't have as much experience, and therefore you can get more bullets downrange when you're training and get, get the uh, learning curve over with faster. So I like 9mm in that aspect too, of uh, being an easier round to shoot for beginners, uh, a little bit less recoil to manage and that seems to make a pretty big difference when people are out there training and trying to get comfortable. So another thing to look at when we talk about the difference between 9mm and 45 is that recoil management. Recoil management is important to consider when you're determining what you know sidearm or what caliber that you want to use. So the other thing that we're going to talk about is trauma. Now everybody knows the 45 uh, larger mass, larger bullet, hits a little harder, creates a little more trauma. However, nowadays, ballistics are, you know, it's so cutting edge now with some of these, you know, rounds that are being developed, the ballistics, the cartridges, it, it's amazing, you know, so we're talking in some cases, you know, uh, I love Liberty, what they've done, uh, they put together the civil defense round, I like that round, you're talking about a 9mm bullet, about 50 grain, traveling over 2,000 feet per second, just, it delivers a lot of energy on impact, so when we think about the trauma, the energy release uh, on the target. Now with the you know advances in ballistics, nine millimeters right up there. When you get a plus P round moving over two thousand feet per second and a good expansion to you know expand the surface, you're talking about dis distributing a lot of energy on the target and creating a lot of trauma. So there's a slight advantage in the 45. Now, if we go apples to apples, and I load a uh, you know a Liberty 45 in there, and we're talking about uh, Liberty Civil Defense 76 grain bullet, once again plus P moving very fast, delivering a lot of energy. It's going to deliver a lot of energy. <clears throat> but once again, we got a now we've got a, you know a 45 caliber bullet moving super fast, so the recoil is going to be a little bit more. These are things to think about. Um, because like I said, when it comes to the trauma, I think that nine millimeters right up there, my belief as a Marine is this, you know, the bullet's going to do its job. That nine millimeter will do its job. All I got to do is I got to do my job and I got to put the bullets on target. So when I think about it like that, I think, yes, you know, nine millimeter will create a lot of trauma. There is still, you know, when we get these, you know, plus P rounds moving pretty fast, uh, you're talking about, you know, a lot of energy energy being transferred to the target. So something to think about. Like I said, there, I believe there is a slight advantage in the 45. However, you do lose capacity. 
Um, and like I said, with today's ballistics, uh, you can't go wrong with 9mm 40-45. Almost any cartridge that you use nowadays is going to have some serious impact when it comes to um, trauma on the intended target. And the ballistics today are just you know, fascinating with what we're doing with some of the stuff. So, you know, when we talk about that energy dispersal and energy retention, that's why I like the energy dispersal round because we're talking about a lot of energy being dispersed. If it starts to retain a lot of that energy, now we're talking about overpenetration or possibly endangering somebody else in a what I would call a civilian application or home defense or, you know, concealed carry patron. Um, you know, think about those things because they can turn into lawsuits. You can wind up losing everything. Uh, I like to educate all my CCW holders about, you know, the liability involved when we talk about overpenetrating rounds or rounds that you just can't account for. You're not on target and now they're just, they got so much energy, they're going through things or bouncing off of something and injuring somebody. So I would much rather have a round that's designed to disperse as much energy as possible on the initial impact, so that way there's not a lot of leftover energy to cause any collateral damage. So something to think about <clears throat> when we talk about the difference between nine millimeter and 45, you know, as we look at these rounds, like I said, it really comes down to fundamentals. Fundamentals, you get your bullets on target, they're gonna do the job. And it, you know, and I tell people in my classes, you know, I hold up a 22 uh, LR long rifle round and I show them and I go, in my opinion, I think this is one of the most dangerous bullets in the world because it kills so many people. And the reason being is just because it's underestimated. People think, oh, it's a 22, it's not gonna kill you. Yes, it will kill you dead. Any bullet will kill you dead. You get a good shot placement, any bullet's gonna kill you dead. You T-box somebody, they're gonna die, even with a 22. So I want you to understand this. You know, the difference between nine millimeter and 45, there is differences, there are some differences, but what it's gonna come down to is what do you like? What do you like to shoot? What gun do you like to have in your hand? That's the one you're gonna to lean towards. When you are, you know, getting ammunition for that gun, once again, keep in mind energy dispersal, energy retention, it's very critical when we talk about defending yourself and also, you know, reducing the chance of uh, collateral damage. So like I said, it's going to come down to probably, you know, what do you like to shoot? Because the bullets, it, they're all out there and they're going to do, and there's so many different kinds now. There's so many different categories. Uh, manufacturers are, you know, making all kinds of different rounds to appeal to the audience. So they're out there. The rounds are out there. The you know good rounds are out there. What it is, I believe, the shooter's responsibility is to learn, <clears throat> to educate themselves about the differences between retention and dispersal. When we talk about duty rounds, tap rounds, you know, we're talking about heavy, you know, um, bullets, the lead, where it's got a dissimilar metal wrapped inside there, you know, a little chunk of tungsten steel or something like that. That thing's going to penetrate and go through things. So. I want people that own firearms to educate themselves about ballistics. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today, because there's too many people that walk into a gun store and they go, I have this gun. You know, there's that conception that, you know, guns are magic and everything. But I have this gun. What do you recommend? They're asking somebody behind the counter. And I try to remind people all the time, there's no gunology degrees. You're really trusting this person's knowledge. And 
where did they get that knowledge? Was it handed down from grandpa? Maybe grandpa handed them a few things that were just misconceptions, simply weren't true, but you believe grandpa because you love him. So, you know, this guy's carrying some things in his mind that he believes to be fact that are actually false, and he's making recommendations to you about what you should defend your family with. So I want people that own guns to be, you know, take enough responsibility to do some homework on their own about ballistics, you know? There's a big difference between 9mm and 45. And I think people should get out there and learn that difference and shoot those rounds and make the decision for themselves. Like I said, I want people to have more, you know, to uh, knowledge when they go into a gun store than rely on somebody behind the counter that, you know, what is their knowledge? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's there working part-time because he likes guns and, and uh, you know, he owes his paycheck to the company store. You don't know. So I think people, as a responsibility as a gun owner, need to get in and study ballistics more because it is that important. You're, you've got a gun to defend your family or the things that are important to you. Um, so I think that you should learn what goes in that gun because as I tell all my students, the gun is not magic. The gun is not special. The gun is a tool on my belt. What is special is the six inches between my ears. That's what's going to get me out of trouble. That's what it's going to allow me to use that tool effectively, to do things correctly with that tool. It's just like a hammer on your belt. You know, I tell all my students, is it the hammer or the nail holding the wall up? And 100% it's the nail. And the reason I say that is because now I want people to understand the relationship between bullets and guns, just like uh, hammers and nails. You use a different nail for different jobs. It comes the same philosophy with a bullet. There's different bullets for different jobs. So know what you're putting in your gun, right? Because that gun is the hammer. It is the tool that puts the bullet in place just like the hammer puts the nail in place. So when you start to think about it like that, you can begin to understand the importance of doing your own ballistic research, getting involved a little bit and understanding what you're putting in your gun, make an educated decision about what you're going to put in your firearm. It must be an educated decision. Just don't go out there and rely on other people. Do a little homework. It won't take that much time for you. And there's so many videos and things out there. Matter of fact, on our website, I've got a whole video 100% about ballistics. And all we're covering is ballistics, energy release, you know, you know, mass times velocity equals energy. I'm explaining all that, helping people understand what energy does on impact and we talk about the differences in rounds and calibers and how you read them and everything else so there's a great video on the website you go to our protectionplustactics.com online academy um, you'll see the video on ballistics i encourage everybody to watch it and um, also like i said take a little time educate yourself about ballistics i'm 54 years old and i've spent well over 40 some years shooting and so I have uh, a lot of experience shooting different calibers, understanding the effect of recoil, um, seeing what the bullet actually does on impact, things like that. And that knowledge is, you know, eventually becomes confidence. As I always state, knowledge is the platform that confidence is built on. So as you begin to experiment, shoot other guns, try other calibers, try other things, you're going to begin to expand your knowledge and in that you're also going to grow in confidence so it's it's something that everybody should do like i said i encourage everybody to go out there and do some research find out what they want to put in their gun i highly recommend the uh, liberty civil defense rounds you can go check it out watch some videos the company has some stuff out on the internet that will uh, educate you on that and you'll start to understand what i mean about energy dispersal and energy retention 
and it's an important concept to kind of lock down when you're talking about using a firearm for defense, for you know the purpose of defense. So once again, recap here, nine millimeter versus 45. I think the, we started off talking about capacity, the nine millimeter, um, you can definitely get more capacity with the round. Um, it's got a lower cost and it's got a slightly less recoil. So those three things should be, you know, right there, just talking about some, uh, a major consideration when we're talking about training and what firearm am I gonna use. When we got down to trauma, you know, the actual damage inflicted on the target, 45 is usually gonna do more trauma, but like I said, ballistic advances have really carried these things to a new level and you can get, uh, very good impact on a nine millimeter um, and good trauma, you know, it'll release that energy. So like I said, the bullet will do its job. Uh, you know, it's up to you to do your job. You got, you're the one who has to put them on targets. You get those bullets on target, they're gonna do their job. That's something to always remember, okay? Now, once again, talked about dispersal versus retention. Retention being the purpose of penetration. Dispersal being we want to disperse as much energy on the initial impact so there's not a lot of retained energy to cause collateral damage. Something else to think about. Recoil management. We talked about recoil management. It's a little bit easier to manage a 9mm than a 45, so that might be something you want to take into consideration also. Uh, recoil management is an important factor. So I hope talking about this stuff has helped you out, maybe educated you or inspired you to go out and do a little research about the bullets that you're putting in your gun. I think everyone should do that and I think everybody should uh, gain a little bit of that uh, mindset that comes along with knowing what's in your gun. So once again, I'm Don Ratkowski. This is Protection Plus Tactics Podcast. Thank you for joining me today as we discussed the differences between 9mm and 45. I hope you're all out there having a great day and be safe. Take care now. Bye.